It's time for Success Profiles Radio with your host, Brian K. Wright. Have you ever wondered if there's more to life than you're currently living? Then Success Profiles Radio is the program for you. Every week, we'll explore different aspects of success and how to apply them to your life. Guests will come from many different backgrounds, including expertise in leadership, business, relationships, careers, networking, health, overcoming adversity, and much more. Every show is a dose of inspiration. This is Success Profiles Radio. And now, here's your host, Brian K. Wright. Hello and welcome to Success Profiles Radio. I'm your host, Brian K. Wright, and it is an absolute pleasure to be with you here today. I'm really honored that you chose to spend part of your day with me here, and this is going to be a fantastic and amazing show. I'll be introducing my guests shortly, and I promise this will be a fun and informative hour. It will be absolutely terrific. I just want to share a minute or two to share some things I've been learning and thinking about lately, and I typically do this every single week. This weekend, I had a chance to go to Eric Swanson's Habitude Warrior Conference, and I got to meet some amazing people. This is not the first time I've gone. I think it's been the third time that I've gone. If you want to move your business forward, you need to go to live events. Sometimes my big aha moment happens when I'm listening to someone speaking on stage, but other times it happens during conversations with other attendees during breaks. And as my business is growing, I use live events as opportunity to see who I might be able to help in their businesses. In fact, I met several people who want to discuss having me help them write their books in the near future. Great things can happen when you commit to listening to others and coming from a place of service rather than simply trying to sell something. It can make an incredible difference in how others perceive you in business. With all this in mind... I want to introduce my guest, and his name is Chris Salem. Let me tell you a little bit about him. Chris Salem is an accomplished life and business strategist, world-class speaker, award-winning author, certified mindset expert, radio show host, and wellness advocate, partnering with sports celebrities and business professionals to have sustainable success at the next level by resolving the root cause to mindset barriers. He is the originator of the term prospenor, which is an individual whose wealth and health are in alignment in a way that leads to true prosperity. His book, Master Your Inner Critic, Resolve the Root Cause, Creates uh, Prosperity, addresses this, and it went on to become an international bestseller in November 2016. He also co-authored a book called Mastering the Art of Success with Jack Canfield. He also has a weekly radio show called Sustainable Success, which I had the honor and privilege of being on recently. And we will talk about all of this and so much more on the show. And so here we are with my good friend, Chris Salem. How are you, Chris? Brian, it's a pleasure to be here. Thank you so much. And the first thing I normally ask everyone is just to tell us a little bit about your background, how you got started, maybe some of the things you overcame along the way, and what brought you to where you are now. Well, absolutely. Well, I mean, before I get into the background, what I do, I, I spent majority of my career in sales, uh, you know, working primarily in the aviation industry. So I, I was involved in aviation media, selling all types of things, sponsorships, print ads, uh, digital media, you name it, a brokered aircraft. And I also spoke in the industry. So I would be at certain events, I would be a speaker. So I spent a, a long career there. Um, but about 20 years ago, I, I really had a life-changing moment, a process that I'm going to be explaining here today that changed the quality of my life and my direction. And it, But it wasn't until seven years ago that I decided to go, come full circle to uh, bring it to the world and and coaching and consulting with people and businesses on this particular area, but also came out with a international best-selling book and a radio show to follow to really convey this message that I'm going to be talking about today. But that's really much where the transition. That's fantastic. You've also spent some time investing in other people's businesses, haven't you? 
Correct. Yes. I've been a, an active investor now for over 15 years and, you know, I've had my ups and downs, but I've had some that paid off very, very handsomely and really set myself for financial wellness for the rest of my life. So, uh, you know, it is an area that I strongly believe in that, you know, you always have to take risks, but if you invest in the right companies that al- align with your values and beliefs in the long run, it, it will definitely, you'll win, you'll definitely win out. Awesome. Is there a checklist or a litmus test that helps you decide whether or not a business is a good investment for you? Well, the thing is, again, you get, you have to look at the numbers. You also got to go off your gut. You know, again, you know, do the does the values and beliefs align with you know what this company does, and it is aligned with you. Not necessarily saying that you should base that entirely on that, but you got to look at the complete picture. You got to have you got to look at the industry they're in. Is is it definitely serving a need? Can it solve a problem? Is it disruptive? Uh, is is their product or service in any way patented? So these are all things that you got to look at before you again make that investment. Because again, it's going to be a significant amount of money. We're not talking to, you know, ten thousand dollars. These could be, you know, anywhere from twenty five thousand to millions of dollars. So, but the key is is that you know if you align yourself with the right companies, it's like with anything. You're going to have some winners. You're going to have some losers. Just like real estate. And but in the long run, you'll learn something. You become something, and you will definitely win out. Do you have a favorite industry that you like to play in? The industries that I like to play in, you know, I love, I love technology, you know, and I'm also a wellness advocate. So a lot of times I like, I like to dabble in things that touch into both areas. So currently right now I'm invested in a startup out of Ontario. It's called Mm -hmm. Achu, just like Achu, A-C-H-U. And it's a uh, app that it can that has an algorithm that can actually diagnose illness, sickness in the body. So it's something right now they're working with uh, Fitbit as we speak. Uh, there's some talk discussions going on and also discussions with the insurance industry because this could be a tool that could help lower premiums in the future. Uh, but again, this is still in the I wouldn't say that it's in the infancy stage, but it's still we got a little ways to go before we before they roll out. There's something that sounds very Star Trek about all of that. I love it. Yeah, it's really neat. These guys are wonderful. Uh, you know, again, I love technology and, and you know, it, it combines a, an app, you know, the, the fit, the wellness, and then also the technology behind it. Love it. And, pat- and it's patented. So I love that stuff. Absolutely. And I know that you are a huge believer in residual income. Are some of these investments uh, structured in such a way that income spins off to you every month or do you have equity positions or a little both? Uh, a little of both. I mean, this particular one does not because I obviously I've not seen any money yet. So this right. is one of those things that you got to kind of wait and be patient that, you know, it could be anywhere. It could be a year. It might be 10 years, uh, depending mm-hmm. upon how things come up. I had a company, my first investment that I invested in a, in a medical device company it took 13 years from the inception that I invested before it went public. And there were many times that I thought it was going to go out of business and I would lose that money. But it ended up uh, putting me into a really good financial situation when that went public. And then, of course, about two years later, I invested in another one uh, that was a year before the financial crash. Excellent idea. These two guys were MIT guys, and yet it crashed. They burned through the money. It was just bad timing, and I lost my investment. But that's the nature of the business. You're going to win. You're going to lose. But you got to be prepared when you lose that, you, you know, you're not out of the game. You step back up and you learn from what, what happened and move forward. That's, that's fantastic. And it's great that you are able to think about those as learning experiences. In the end, you've turned out just fine. You're doing very, very well. I do like to ask Chris uh, about 
rock bottom moments because rarely does success happen in a straight line. In fact, a lot of us go through deep, dark valleys on our way to the top. And I'd love to ask you what you think your rock bottom moment has been. Well, I mean, I've had a few, Brian, as I mentioned, this process that I specialize in, which is overcoming, resolving the root cause to limited beliefs. This is what I work with entrepreneurs and sales professionals, corporate leaders and so forth. And, you know, you know, growing up throughout my teen years and throughout my 20s, I really had an anger problem and I struggled mm. with addiction. And so I had my ups and downs struggling with addiction from alcohol, drugs, sex, uh, you name it. It, it. You know, it was just anything to medicate the anger. And, uh, you know, I had two near light, uh, two, two near death experiences as a result of alcohol and drugs uh, during my 20s. But it was that, that the rock bottom came when my father, who had been the root cause to my limited beliefs, that, you know, was where the anger stemmed from because that we didn't have a relationship. But in the end, he tried to make amends. But he was diagnosed with cancer at the age of 56 and given a year and a half to live, but only survived four months. You know, I believe that his emotional demons or his root cause manifested itself in cancer and took his life. That was the rock bottom pivot moment for me that said, I can't blame the world. I can't point the finger at anyone else. I had to take responsibility for my life up to that point, all of my misfortunes, and to find a way, a process that I could take responsibility to change that. And that was the turning point for me, that rock bottom moment. Biggest yeah, we've, we've got about three minutes to our first break. And it's so important that you talked about owning your issues so that you can deal with them. You have to be aware, but you also have to own that and take complete responsibility for what's going on because it's no one else's fault but your own in the end. Is that right? Correct. We're, you know, No matter what it happens to us in life, no matter how traumatic things are, you didn't ask for it, but in the end – when you're an adult or even a teenager become an adult, you are responsible for your life. No one else is responsible. We have to take what has been given to us, what's happened, and be able to move forward. So in this case, it's best to resolve the, the root cause to the problem before moving in the solution. Managing the problem, putting a band on things is just, a, you know, you can go through life that way in business, but it's just never going to be what it could be if you do it the other way around. Absolutely. And I think sometimes we can cause a lot of our own issues by seeking outside validation from other people. Does that sound accurate to you? Absolutely. Cause I always sought validation in people, especially uh, older male figures because it was, cause I was seeking the validation from my father and you never really got it. Never got it. That can be really, really rough. And so did that mean that you probably ran around with the wrong crowd at some point? Yes. I mean, I was a chameleon, so I could run with any crowd. But yes, I did operate in, you know, in certain crowds that really did not serve me, got me into a lot of bad situations. There are a lot of things that I did in my teen years, college years, in my uh, early to mid 20s that I'm not proud of. But obviously, that was a, things that I had to go through so I could be the person I'm, I am today so that I could help others. Had I not gone through that, I may have not been that person that could really help people that I'm doing today. So how did you finally turn it around? Did you, you found a better reference group to hang around with, I suppose? Yes. I mean, obviously the, the, the turning point, as I mentioned, was my father. But yes. yeah, once I went through this process that I'm happy to explain after the break, that basically got me into the right circles that changed the quality of my life. 
Fantastic. We are coming up against our first break. My very special guest this week is Chris Salem. He is an author, he's an entrepreneur, and uh, he helps people get past their barriers and helps them discover the root causes. Uh, because a lot of times when we talk to people, we just put a Band-Aid on it and we never really solve anything. And Chris's mission is to help people break through all of that. And we will talk about his book, Master Your Inner Critic, Resolve the Root Cause, Create Prosperity. After the break, we will explore why he wrote it, uh, how you identify the root cause when you're stuck. We'll talk about scarcity mindset versus having a money mindset instead. And we'll talk about stepping into our fear because a lot of people are afraid of stepping into that fear. They prefer to run away from it instead of facing it head on. We'll talk about all of these things and so much more when we come back from the break. This is Success Profiles. Please stay with us. Don't go away. We will be right back. motivate and inspire others to discover their unique talents and follow their dreams in life. This is Success Profiles Radio. Are you stressed out? Because if you are, you're not alone. In fact, research shows that over 73% of all Americans report symptoms of stress, which is a key factor contributing to mental and physical illness. And that stress is usually related to work, money, or relationships. Up until now, the solution to combat the effects of stress have been delivered through pharmaceutical companies. But now there's a natural way to solve this problem without the harmful side effects. The Healthy Primate Stress Support Supplement contains natural ingredients proven to reduce cortisol, also known as the stress hormone, which causes damage to our body. And unlike prescriptions, your satisfaction is guaranteed with a 100% money-back offer on all orders. In addition, a portion of all proceeds goes to PTSD research, and as a bonus, all purchases will include a free copy of the new ebook, The Survival Guide to Living with Stress. So get the Healthy Primate Stress Support Supplement today at www.screwstress.com. Click the Amazon logo. It'll take you where you need to go. Once again, that is www.screwstress.com. Have you ever thought about writing a book? Surveys show that 81% of people wish they could, but many never do. If you're one of those people, I can tell you why. You don't think you have time, you may not know how, or you might not believe you are a good enough writer. When you're working with an experienced coach, these reasons go away because I will help you every step of the way. If you want to know more about how to write a nonfiction book, whether it's business, self-help, or how-to, reach out to me at www.briankwright.com for more information. Once again, that's briankwright.com. Welcome back to Success Profiles Radio. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. And this show will clearly demonstrate the principles, if I can do it, you can do it. So let's get back to the show. This is Success Profiles Radio. And here again is your host, Brian K. Wright. And we are back. This is Success Profiles Radio. My very special guest this week is Chris Salem. He is the author of the book, Master Your Inner Critic, Resolve the Root Cause, Create prosperity. And if you have not seen my book yet, which came out a few months ago, it's called Success Profiles, Conversations with High Achievers, which is a compilation of some of my favorite interviews from the show. And you can get it on Amazon, the physical copy or the Kindle version. You can also get it in Barnes & Noble, Books a Million. And if your favorite bookstore does not have it, have them order it. You will not regret it. So Chris, let's talk about Master Your Inner Critic. This is a great book. Uh, you wrote this a couple years ago. Why did you decide to write this? What was your 
inspiration? Well, obviously the inspiration, I mean, this is something I went through personally, Brian, 20 years ago. And as I mentioned, you know, even though I went through this process and I still stayed in my career at the time, which was aviation, you know, I was helping people on the side for many years and, you know, but not really pursuing it as a profession. So the book was a long time in the making of this process that I went through. So when I decided to get into this full time, you know, one of the things about me was that I never considered myself to be a writer. I was always a speaker. And so that kind of delayed the process. When I said to myself, you know what, now with everybody now putting out books and it's all, you know, people are putting out self-published books, I decided, you know, I'm going to do this. And I didn't self-publish. I did use a, a hybrid publisher that took me on. And I wrote the book and it probably took me a little longer than usual because I'm not don't see myself as a writer, a writer, like, so to speak, I can write blogs. I write short posts and I'm really good at that. But a book was a different story, but I put my heart and soul into it. So really, you know, the book is authentic. It came from the heart. And the whole idea was to, to share the experience of this process and how it can truly transform someone's life and business to have sustainable success at the next level like it did for me. And, you know, I look at, I look at life and business as one, I look at it as a process that when you commit to the process, being in the moment, present moment, focusing on the task at hand in time that accumulates and that your desired result or outcome is the byproduct of what you put into the, to the process in the present moment. So that's really what the book really talks about. It talks about getting to the root cause, to limited beliefs, to what subconsciously holds you back and the ability to a process to not only eliminate the problem, but also a process to really create who you really are and how you can fo- you know, develop the right disciplines and habits with, a, with a, a specific time-oriented detailed life and business strategy that will get you to where you want to go. Yeah, that sounds fantastic. How do you identify the root cause? Because I think a lot of people are afraid of doing that inner work. Yes. So the, you know, the inner work can be a scary thing because a lot of times it's, it's easier just to kind of like put it under the carpet, but you know, it's always there. It's always pulling you down subconsciously. So the thing is, is that you need to be aware that you're not where you want to be. Second, you need to accept where you are and knowing it's okay. And to make a commitment to the process to take responsibility, to get to the root cause. And I'm happy to explain the process of getting, how to get to the root cause and how to eradicate it. If you like, I can share that right now. Absolutely. So the, the way to go about doing it is again, you got to go with an open mind and it's a process of what I like to do is to, you know, is to combine a organizational task. It could be something like making your bed in the morning. That's what I do. And I'll talk a little bit about that later, but the talking about making your bed, what that does is it gets my, when I wake up early, it gets my, my mind focused on something I accomplished, even if it's something small about making my bed. Next, it's going to involve a two, two-step process, meditation and journaling. So I'm going to go meditate for about 20 minutes. I'm not going to overanalyze any thoughts or overthink any thoughts. I'm just going to let the thoughts come in, in and out. And the goal is over time is to learn how to be present. Because in the present moment, stress and fear cannot reside because that's in the past. Anxiety can't re- usually exist because it's in the future. So by being present and learning how to be present, you become more clear. And as you become more clear, you begin to become more decisive. As you become more decisive, you you begin to take massive action. Following the meditation, I will then journal exactly what comes to mind. It could be the craziest thing in the world. I'm just going to write down whatever comes to mind. I'm not overthinking it. I'm not overanalyzing it. And I'm going to write how I feel. Now, what happens is during this process over time, it gets the subconscious mindset to communicate with the conscious mindset. 
So it begins to reveal things that you weren't consciously aware of, things that could be triggering this embedded a negative emotion that you live with every day. Many people operate out of passive anger and don't even realize they're angry and don't even realize how the passive anger is tied to a limited belief that it is holding them back to being more healthier with their wellness. That maybe it's the difference why they don't have uh, stable or healthy relationships or why their business is not where they want to be. In my case, mine was anger, you know, so the anger was obviously pronounced. I mean, you knew I was angry, so it mm -hmm. wasn't passive. But in that case, the combination of an organizational task each and every morning, uh, meditation and journaling done daily, it has to be consistent in time, will help you to get to the root cause to your limited beliefs. And usually that, that negative emotion or emotions is tied to a, a, the source. So that in this case, the source is usually a parent. It could be a father, it could be a mother, a stepfather, stepmother, or some type of an authoritative figure that had some type of influence over you between the ages of, say, as, as little as four to maybe 10 or 11 years old. It's during that time frame where a lot of limited beliefs are established, yet you're not aware of it. And, and again, so this was the case with me where this anger, this deep seed-rooted anger stemmed back to because of the disconnect with my father. My father was never there, never around. And when he was, he was emotionally distant. He could be emotionally abusive, uh, verbally abusive. And it just had a really big negative impact on myself, my brother even more so, and, of course, my mother. And so these are the things that, that are necessary to get to the root cause. So think about like a manufacturing line, the root cause analysis. You could produce widgets on a manufacturing line with bottlenecks. They're not going to be as efficient, won't be at the best of quality, but you could still produce. That's how people manage and live their lives, managing the problem. But if we can eliminate those bottlenecks, in this case, eliminate those limited beliefs, we can operate on a higher level. We can operate at peak efficiency. We can produce more, offer better value and quality. So it's the same thing. And this is what, you know, by getting to the root cause of the problem helps us then in the same place to create ourselves who we really are in the solution. But that in itself, what I just gave you is the, the steps to, to eradicate the root cause. And the, and, the, and the final thing is once you're able to identify the root cause is to truly forgive the source. Yeah. Even if the source is deceased, you need to forgive the source with every cell in your body, not just saying you forgive. I mean, truly forgive. I mean, some people will shake when they do it. They'll, 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 they'll feel like they've lost, they released 10 pounds because of all this burden and this stuff that they held on to for so many right. years. And more importantly, you're doing it for yourself. Yes. You know, it's not, so that's really that you have to forgive yourself. And once you're able to truly do that and forgive, what happens is if, if normally, if something would trigger those emotions, see with me, road rage, I had road rage. Anything could trigger anger in me. Those triggers were not the source of my anger. My dad was, but yet anything could trigger it. When, when things would, that would normally trigger my anger in the solution, I would feel the anger for maybe a, a moment, maybe a few seconds, and then it would go away. It wouldn't linger with me. That's when I knew I resolved the root cause to my limited beliefs and the negative emotion or emotions tied to it. So that yeah. is the, that's the process of resolving the root cause. I love that you said forgiving yourself because – it's for your benefit. It's not for the other person's benefit because the other person may not even realize that they did anything that needed to be forgiven. Yeah, absolutely. There are many cases where people came from great childhoods, a wonderful upbringing. But again, there could be something there, something very subtle. There's there's passive anger. So a lot of times when I've coached clients, 
they're like the you know the person would still be alive. They'd be like, "Well, my God, did I do something wrong? I I didn't realize I no no it, you did everything right. You did you were a great father. You were a great mother. It's just I internalized something the wrong way that was in me. It had it's not you. It's me that I got to you know forgive you, but more importantly, I got to forgive myself for hanging on to this that it's affected me in some way. Absolutely. So how do we develop a money mindset? Because a lot of people live in scarcity and they live in fear. Yeah. I mean, it's the same thing with money. You know, money is another thing, you know, you know, with, that people will grow up. They may have grown up in a household where money is, you know, money doesn't grow on trees and money is only entitled to certain types of people. You know, money isn't everything, you know, don't do things for money. And this is how, you know, sometimes people grow up subconsciously, you know, gravitating towards things that kind of reinforce those limited beliefs. So the thing is that people have to understand that money isn't isn't a bad thing. It's a good thing, you know. Not not being greedy about it, but but again, you know, putting your faith into things that offer value to others that will then man itself that value in return in the form of money. That the more value you bring, the more money that you can make. And while and and this is where gratitude plays an important role because when we, we have gratitude and we and we're very grateful for what we have at that moment, and we're and we're willing to operate in the solution to be open to receive as well as give, even if that means giving money, because a lot of people are, have no problem giving money, but they have a hard time receiving money. This is why they have scarcity in their life. So the thing is, is that it's that you you have to be able to be like it's like a boomerang. You put it out there, you give. But knowing that it comes back, it may not come back from that same source, but it could come back from somewhere else. And that you need you have to be open to receive it, that money is a good thing and that it's energy. And as you keep that flow going in the solution, you can constantly be giving value and giving money and helping others, knowing that it, it will be coming back to you. So these are the, some of the things that you can do as well to change your dialogue with money with this process. Absolutely. We've got a couple of minutes to our next break. I, I do love this topic of, of forgiveness. If I can just go back to that for a little bit. Do sure. you think there's a do you think there is a relationship between your ability to forgive and the level of success that you receive? Absolutely. Again, you know, forgiveness is 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 such a powerful thing because when when you have the ability to, to forgive, you put you now put yourself to be vulnerable and you put yourself into an authentic state. Many times, especially for men, that's a hard thing to do. And but yet it's so powerful because now you've put yourself into a position of the highest form of energy. That's love. You're now forgiving the source. You're doing it from love. And when you forgive yourself, you're now forgiving you that you can now truly believe in yourself for the first time in many cases for people. And as a result of that, as we more that we believe in ourselves and put faith in our higher power and ourselves, more will come to us always being grateful in the moment every step of the way. Absolutely. I love that. I love that we have discussed forgiveness and money. Those are two very important topics that we are coming up against our next break. My very special guest this week is Chris Salem. He's the author of the book, Master Your Inner Critic, Resolve the Root Cause, Create Prosperity. And while I'm thinking about it, Chris, where can we find your book? Uh, You can find the book on Amazon, Barnes & Noble. Either one is fine. Fantastic. We will be coming back after the break and we will talk about prospenor. This is a brand new word. It's it's something that Chris has coined and he's got a Facebook group called Prospenor. We'll ask him what that means. We'll talk about recognizing opportunity, the right relationship between health and wealth, the idea of being your own CEO. And we will also talk about a new nonprofit that he co-founded called Empowered Fathers in Action 
foundation and movement. It has to do with parents' relationships to their kids, especially fathers. We'll come right back after the break. This is Success Profiles Radio. To motivate and inspire others to discover their unique talents and follow their dreams in life. This is Success Profiles Radio. Have you ever thought about writing a book? Surveys show that 81% of people wish they could, but many never do. If you're one of those people, I can tell you why. You don't think you have time, you may not know how, or you might not believe you are a good enough writer. When you're working with an experienced coach, these reasons go away because I will help you every step of the way. If you want to know more about how to write a nonfiction book, whether it's business, self-help, or how-to, reach out to me at www.brianckwright.com for more information. Once again, that's brianckwright.com. Looking for the perfect destination in Costa Rica, Panama, or Thailand? Concerned about the economy and looking for an escape plan? Then you need to go to escapeartist.com and learn how you can live, work, invest, retire, or do business overseas. Escape Artist has the perfect plan for you. Join our 400,000 readers and get your free subscription to Escape from America magazine. Visit www.escapefromamerica.com and create your escape plan right now. Welcome back to Success Profiles Radio. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. And this show will clearly demonstrate the principles, if I can do it, you can do it. So let's get back to the show. This is Success Profiles Radio. And here again is your host, Brian K. Wright. And we are back. This is Success Profiles Radio. My very special guest this week is Chris Salem. He's the author of the book, Master Your Inner Critic, Resolve the Root Cause, create prosperity. We spent a lot of time talking about forgiveness and money and the relationship of those items to success in our last segment. I want to discuss in this segment the concept of the prospreneur. This is a new word you've coined, and I would love for you to explain what the prospreneur movement is all about. Absolutely. Well, you know, I, I'll just, you know, to enlighten the, the listeners, uh, Brian, that, you know, this was a term that came to me a few years back. I, it actually woke me up out of a dead sleep. I, I remember it like, like it was yesterday. It was like some, something like two o'clock in the morning. I woke up and this term was just in my head, prospenure. And I'm like, what is that? And, you know, and it just, it was weighing on my mind in a good way. And I remember I couldn't get back to sleep. So I, I went downstairs and I was up pretty much the rest of the night Googling prospenure or prosper and then newer or prosper and an entrepreneur. I did all these different kind of things to find out if this term had been used in some way. I couldn't find anything. So I went to the next step and I hired a uh, lawyer that specialized in trademarks out of, Ari- happened to be in Arizona. And uh, she did some further research for me and determined that that term was fine. I could, if I was interested in coining that as my own, I could trademark it. And I mm. absolutely pounced on it. I didn't know why at the time. But I knew uh, as, I, as I began to kind of look at it, what it really meant. And what it means is, it doesn't mean you have to be an entrepreneur, but it means that it's an individual that, that truly values their wellness, that they put their wellness first. And what I mean by wellness, not just physical wellness, but the eight pillars of wellness that could be physical, spiritual, emotional, uh, financial, social, 
intellectual, occupational, environmental, that you strike a balance to the best of your ability. It won't be perfect, but putting your wellness first so that when it's in alignment with your wealth principles, that would be your business. That would be the amount of money that you have been saving and investing, you know, the amount of time that you have free to be who you are and pursue the things you love to do. When that is in alignment, that, that you can experience true prosperity. So if people have wealth, but they don't have their wellness, they're not, they're really not experiencing prosperity because they could be gone in, in a matter of months. Like my father who had, you know, had put his heart and soul into making money and building a successful business, but yet never really lived long enough to, to really enjoy the fruits of his labor. So these are the things that, that oftentimes people take for granted. So the key is when you strike that balance, never going to be perfect, but that you, you, when your wellness is in alignment with your wealth principles, that you can then experience true prosperity on all levels. And that's what a prospereur is. And that's why we formed a group to enlighten people as this is a way of life. It's a lifestyle. It, it's yeah. A, yeah. Yeah. It also has a lot to do with giving and sharing versus also being a yes. good receiver, too, at the right time. Absolutely. Yeah. So let's talk about the idea of accepting compliments because uh, not very many people do this very graciously. They brush it off like it's no big deal. Yeah. And I think, you know, what we talked about earlier with limited beliefs, a lot of that has a, a play in it, you know, because people, you know, they weren't, they didn't receive compliments when they were young. And a lot of times they, the attention they got is when they were doing something wrong. So when they, when they actually are being acknowledged for something they're doing right, it's foreign to them. They can't understand it. But, you know, compliments are so, so important. Because not from an ego standpoint that it reinforces how great we may be in what we're doing, but it, it's a way to show that that you know what we're doing is really impacting others. We're offering value, and we accept it from a a, a self like at a at a selfless level. Like we're not we're not putting our ego in front of it, but we're 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 receiving it and acknowledging it and letting it absorb to allow us to boost the value that we already are providing to bring it even to a higher level. So, you know, compliments are very, very important, not only giving them, but also receiving them. Because again, life is about giving and receiving it. It's a, it's like that boomerang effect. You put the boomerang out there, eventually it comes back to you. So you gotta be, you gotta be willing to receive and compliments are very, very important to sustain self-confidence, self-image and, and so forth. Absolutely. And I would say that if two or three people or even more compliment you on the same thing, it belongs to you. So yes. receive that graciously and run with it. And it might be a clue as to what you really should be doing with your life, too, in case anyone feels stuck in that area. Let's talk about a new nonprofit that you co-founded. It's called Empowered Fathers in Action Foundation and Movement. What is that? So the whole concept of Empowered Fathers in Action, this was formed uh, when I joined forces with an individual named Joseph Cohen. And Joe actually had been on my radio show last year back in... I believe it was August or September, and he had at that point had put out a book called "Right Father, Right Son," and this was a, a kind of a like kind of like a journal of the you know the 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 bonding process that he had with his son since they were since he was a child up to the point he became an adult, and it was very heartfelt. I mean, you know, everything both his son wrote, his he wrote. And it re really was touching, and you know, it got me thinking about you know the, what what I went through growing up. And when we began to kind of began talking offline about his book and, you know, his journey and then what I did with Master You're in a Critic, we began to say, hey, we, th this is something that fathers and sons and not only fathers and sons, but parents in general with their children, 
they can use this. Why don't we develop a, a, a nonprofit that can help get to the, the problem sooner than later? Because even though parents may think they're doing things right, because that's what they know from what, how they were raised, indirectly, they could be creating limited beliefs and issues for their children going forward. And they're just going to repeat those patterns with their children, so on and so on and so on. Just like I would have done the same thing to my son, like my father did to me, had I not known about this. So as a result of that, we, we, we decided to form a 501c3. And the whole idea is to provide sustainable solutions to improve the father-son bonding process so that we can produce you know, better leaders in their, in, when, they, when they become adults in their homes, their churches, their communities, and their businesses. But we want to look at it from all angles. We want to you know, get into SEL programs in schools with curriculum, SEL curriculum. We want to get into community centers around the country, law enforcement, government, and of course, individual or parents directly to really create this awareness how important this is to have a better life at the next level across everything they do in life and business. And this is what we're about. We're going to be a resource that not only provides resources, but actually uh, you know, is going to take action, keep people accountable to make these changes over time. So that's what uh, you know, Powered Fathers in Action is all about. That's awesome. Where can we learn more about that and get involved if we want to? So the uh, website is we had been we striked a, a partnership on some level with an organization called Parent You Up. So that's Parent You, the letter U, and then Up dot com. So we're waiting on our website. Our website should be up shortly um, because we wanted to kind of correlate some things that we're doing with them to get that set up. So that's why it got delayed slightly. But the website uh, that will be up soon, uh, early next week, is called. It's going to be EFA Movement. Org. So that's EFAMovement.org. And again, this is a movement. You know, it's not just a foundation. A foundation means that we have resources that can help you. But the reality is, are people using the resources to really make sustainable changes? A lot of times, no, they're still managing the problem. A movement mm-hmm. means is that we're working with one person at a time, getting more and more people to look at, buy into this lifestyle change to really make a change for the better so that we're actually seeing changes, transformations that can be sustainable over time. So these are, you know, so I look at a movement as the solution and a foundation as just managing the problem. So we are, we are both, but yet we're, we're, we're about this. We're about the solution on the movement side. So who would be a good candidate to receive assistance from your foundation? I would say anybody. I mean, this could be corporations, this could be schools, this could be, you know, any parent or their children. I mean, any, anybody, I mean, this is a thing that, that, you know, if they want to see their kids do better in school, they want to see them do better in college, they want to see them develop higher self-esteem and self-confidence that they can really, you know, say, hey, this is what I really want to do. I know mom and dad were lawyers and they, you know, I always felt like, oh, I guess I got to become a lawyer. But you know what? I always wanted to be a cook. And you know what? I'm going to be the best cook there possibly is because I love it. And so we're, we're looking to really, to, you know, have children when they come out out of college, or if they don't, if they decide not to go to college, because that could be a path in itself that could, you know, be better off for them in some ways, depending upon what they want to do. That they can go out there with the confidence to know that they can do anything in this world within reason to make a difference and add value. And that's what what we're all about. We're, we're we want to work with on all fronts to create this awareness, but yet take that awareness into action and to keep them accountable and make it sustainable. I love that. Let's talk about Sustainable Success Podcast. We've got maybe about three or four minutes to the break. Sure. So tell us about that. 
Well, you know, sustainable success, again, that was kind of like it kind of went hand in hand with the with the book, Master Your Inner Critic. So uh, about five or six months after the book came out, uh, Jeff Spinard at Voice America, uh, which is based in Phoenix, Arizona, he approached me and said, we're developing a influencers channel and we'd like you to be a part of it. We feel that, you know, with what you're doing, you're, you're creating a, a movement in a way with how you're really uplifting people and in having people look at, you know, the root cause behind limited beliefs, would you be interested? And I said, yes. You know, I, I always loved radio. I've been on numerous radio shows before. I had a radio show voice. I said, yeah, let's do it. Now, I didn't realize how much work it was going to take, but it, do, it does take a lot of work. But I love it. I'm, you know, I love doing it. And, and really, the whole idea about sustainable success is, again, looking at wellness, relationships, and business as one. And so we bring in experts across all different fronts that provide information that educates and creates awareness for our audience and allows them to draw their own conclusions to how they can implement that into what they're doing to take their business and personal life to another level. That's fantastic. And I have had the privilege of being on your show before. So thank yes. you for that. That was uh, awesome show, show too. Awesome show that when we had you on. Uh, so, you know, again, you again, Brian, you weren't on that too long ago, so people can go back and reference it. And we encourage you to hire, you know, listeners to listen to that show. And how can we find that? So you can find it at, at voiceamerica.com influencers channel. Uh, go to Sustainable Success, or you can just Google Sustainable Success Radio Show in, in your browser. It'll go right there. And just basically look for, you know, type in Brian Wright, and boom, your show will pop right up. Fantastic. We've got less than two minutes to our break. What keeps you going when things get difficult? I mean, with anything, it's it's my faith and, you know, myself. You know, I'm, I believe in the universe. And, you know, I've learned through this process that life is always going to have its ups and downs. But when life does throw you curveballs, to know that there's a reason for it. There's, this is part of, you know, where I have to grow at some level because where it's going to take me is going to be in a better place than I am now. But I can't – whereas if I were operating in the problem, I might look at it as, oh, I'm further getting entrenched into the problem – Whereas now I can proactively look at it in a positive way and can see the blessings and the opportunities disguised in the, in the setback to know that it's going to take me to a greater place. So those are the things that I do, and, and I, I'm consistent with my habits and disciplines all, every, every step of the way. I never miss a beat with that. Fantastic. We are coming up against our final break. I cannot believe how quickly the show is going today. It's so much fun. My very special guest is Chris Salem, and his book is called... Master your inner critic. Resolve the root cause. Create prosperity. See how I created that 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 little piece of drama right there? That was awesome. <laughs> we'll come right back after the break. This is Success Profiles Radio. Down the stretch we come, and we will come back. Don't go away. We will be back. to motivate and inspire others to discover their unique talents and follow their dreams in life. This is Success Profiles Radio. 
have trouble falling asleep and staying asleep? I know that drugs can be addictive and cause a hangover the next day. That's why you need the Sleep Band. The Sleep Band helps you fall asleep quickly and easily and for a longer period of time. This results in a more restful and peaceful night's sleep, which is something all of us need. With the Sleep Band, you will wake up fresh and alert, ready to begin your day. You can get your Sleep Band and other great healing products by visiting HealingFrequencyProducts.com. Check it out today for better sleep tomorrow. HealingFrequencyProducts.com. With quality programming, this is Tokinet Radio. It's words you never heard. The do not disturb sign has been around as long as there have been hotels where discretion was a bitter part of value. One lecturer at Cornell University School of Hotel Administration traces the do not disturb sign roots to the aristocracy of the early 20th century at grand establishments such as the Ritz in Europe. It sure is annoying when you just want to be a slug of bed and someone knocks at the door and says, housekeeping, what's the word for the semi-conscious state between sleep and wakefulness? Hypnopompic. There are days when I wish I could wear a do not disturb sign around my neck. What to call someone who wants to lay in bed all day? I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words you never heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. Welcome back to Success Profiles Radio. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. And this show will clearly demonstrate the principles, if I can do it, you can do it. So let's get back to the show. This is Success Profiles Radio. And here again is your host, Brian K. Wright. And we're back. This is Success Profiles Radio. My very special guest this week is Chris Salem. And his book is called Master Your Inner Critic, Resolve the Root Cause, Create Prosperity. And again, if you've not seen uh, my book yet, it's called Success Profiles, Conversations with High Achievers, available on Amazon and in Barnes & Noble and any fine bookseller near you. And if they don't have it, ask them to order it for you. So Chris, I would love to ask you about something that you would like to give away to our listeners. It is the 31 day email clarity program. Tell us about that. So what it is, uh, Brian, this is something that people can find on my homepage of my website, ChristopherSalem.com. And it's right in the middle. Um, I, I believe I sent you the link so you could provide the link. The in essence, what it does is it, we encourage everyone that signs up to answer the questions for 31 days, because by the end of 31 days, what it's going to do is it's going to enlighten you or create awareness that there may be, or probably most likely will be limited beliefs on some level that could be holding you back somewhere in your life in business. And the questions are, 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 are designed to not only trigger you at a conscious level, but also from a subconscious level. So by the time people go through the 31 days, they begin to start to see that there's certain things that come up that they were not even aware of. So it's a great way to get some clarity that, you know, where you where you are and where you want to be, that there could be certain things that could be holding you back. And it's just a good tool to bring that to light. Awesome. And once again, we can find that at ChristopherSalem.com. Correct. Fantastic. Let's talk about a book you co-authored with the great Jack Canfield. He has been on my show. Love him. He's amazing. I, I consider him to be a mentor. The book is called Mastering the Art of Success. How did that opportunity happen? 
Well, it, it, the way it happened was that I, you know, I'd put out the book, Master uh, Your Inner Critic, Resolve the Root Cause, Create Prosperity. And apparently it had caught the attention of somebody in Jack's, uh, you know, you know, organization. And uh, so, you know, I had some people reach out to me and talk to me about, you know, the concepts behind it, you know, what prompted me to write the book. And, you know, they just wanted to get insight where this came from. And I, you know, told them that, you know, uh, that Jack's book, The Power of Focus, was very instrumental in, in my transition. This was a book that was kind of under the radar compared to most of Jack's books. Uh, but it was something that, you know, I felt that needed to be out there. And they really said, you know, we believe in this. So obviously, The Mastering the Art of Success is a, a book that, that brings in other authors, co-authors that discuss their versions of success or different twists on it that kind of coincides with what Jack puts out there. So they asked me to do a piece on that, and that's what I did. And as a result of it, it really, really enhanced the book sales for my personal book, obviously. Um, obviously, because of being Jack, it went, you know, it, uh, you know, went internet, it went bestseller. Uh, the book ended up winning an award, and I got you know, a chance to celebrate uh, that with these other authors and Jack uh, at the Quilly Awards. So it was, it was a good, it was a good experience. You know, um, you know, I had, you know, got, you know, obviously opportunities to talk with Jack on certain occasions um, and just a great guy. And, you know, he's been a role model for me and a mentor, so to speak, for many, many years. So uh, that, that's really pretty much what went behind uh, that particular book. Fantastic. What do you think it means to achieve mastery? Um, to achieve mastery again is to really learn to really believe in who you are, to believe that you are loved, that you are from love, and that no matter what your strengths and flaws are, you are here for a purpose to you know provide value to others. You're not here to find yourself; you're here to create yourself to bring value to this world. And that's to me when you're able to really master and understand that and be in the moment. You know, mastering being the moment, you've achieved self mastery. Absolutely. It's also about doing the little things well, too, right? Because we tend, to th- we tend to think about the big things, but no, it's about how you do the little things first. Oh, yeah, absolutely. All those little things, all those things that you do, like little daily habits and disciplines that you do daily, those are right there, the secret to success and whatever that means to you, whatever your definition of success is. Awesome. So how did this change things for you in your business? I'm sure it had an impact. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, when I was operating in the problem, I mean, a lot of times, I mean, while I had a great worth ethic and I was eight and I had the gift of engaging people and that's why I was in sales, I just didn't plan very well. And I, a lot of times I would shoot from the hip and that would only get you so far. But when I learned how to, when I went through this process to really learn to master the process rather than the outcome and knowing that perfecting, you know, daily habits and disciplines done consistently every day that by and following a game plan every day that kept me accountable and it kept me responsible for the outcomes and that's really what really changed in how I did business from being you know having more ups and downs to being it be for being letting it be more sustainable absolutely a lot of the very successful people i've had on my show have some sort of a morning routine tell me about yours well my morning routine is that i wake up Every morning at 4.30 in the morning, East Coast time, or depending upon where I'm at, uh, you know, if I'm traveling. And the first thing I do is I make my bed. And I do this, doesn't matter if I'm at home. It doesn't matter if I'm in a hotel room. My maids love me because I make the bed. Uh, but, um, and, <laughs> and I still give them a tip. And, but it, it's not because I'm looking to make the bed because it's neat. It's just, it's just an organizational task that gets my mindset focused for the day. Next, I meditate. I journal. 
And then, then what I do is from there, I'll go and get a good workout, which would consist of resistance training and some cardio. I come back, I eat a healthy breakfast. I'll read a chapter out of a personal development or a business book. And then I start my day, whatever I'm doing for that day. So that's Mm. pretty much the life of Chris Salem, seven days a week. In this case, on weekends, it might be a little different, you know, more personal time or more family time after I do those habits and disciplines. Sounds like a lot of those things are elements in Hal Elrod's Miracle Morning Procedure. Correct. I mean, very similar. Yeah. I'm just a firm believer that, you know, that you're the sum of the things you do daily. You know, your success is determined by the things that you do daily. Are they serving you or not serving you? And many times people are caught up in busyness and things that really don't serve them. And this is why people can struggle with certain things with their health, with their relationships, with their their business. So everything requires discipline. So your relationships, you have to nurture them. You have to have date nights. And you got to take care of yourself first. You can't you can't offer somebody something unless you've you've been able to do that for yourself. So these are the things that allow you to kind of grow and keep keep maintaining so that you don't kind of regress. Yeah, understood completely. So, Chris, what do you think is your superpower? What do you do better than everybody else? Well, I mean, the, the ability to really see through people, you know, are they authentic or not? Or are, are people wearing, and a lot of people are wearing masks, not that they do it intentionally. It's just that that's how they've been raised or what they, you know, feel they think they are. So it's the ability to really see through people and, and really understand them wherever they are. Just had always had a gift of doing that, a superpower mm. of doing that. Fantastic. So if you could talk to the 18-year-old version of yourself, what would you tell him? Oh, God, don't sweat the small stuff. <laughs> Because right. I would worry about everything. I would, you know, I would stress and worry about everything, try to control every situation, try to control every outcome. Uh, yeah, it was just, if I can go back just to say, hey, just relax, you know, be in the moment and everything is going to work out. But, you know, that 18-year-old went through some tough times and yeah. that's what I would tell that 18-year-old today. Do you think that 18-year-old would understand what living in the moment meant? Not at that time, no. Uh, yeah. I was too busy uh, uh, in booze and drugs and chasing women and really escaping myself because of, of the anger I dealt with every day. Okay. Influential books and mentors. I know that you do like to read a lot, and I know that you do hang around with successful people. Yes. I mean, obviously, Jack Canfield is a, a hero of mine because I love Jack's humble beginnings. As a school teacher, I came from a family where, where a lot of teachers and You know, and I respect that Jack, you know, not only looked at, you know, success as just, you know, know, money and business. He looked at it also with your lifestyle. And that's what I love about The Power of Focus, which is one of my favorite books that's kind of under the radar. But I highly encourage anybody that, you know, get that book. It's still out there. And, you know, I got a lot of other mentors. But I'll tell you right now, a lot of times people ask me, who is your mentor right now? And I'll sit there and say, I live with her every day. It's my wife, Maria. And Mm. She is just, I, 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 I don't know where she came from. I, I, this is my second marriage. I married, uh, we met three years ago online in eHarmony and she is truly a gift from above and mm-hmm. she has helped me in so many different ways. And she is the person that I, I really get a lot of information that helps me and I love her more than anything in the world. That is beautiful. So what's the scariest thing you've ever done? 
Oh my God. The scariest ever, everything I ever done was being somebody that I really wasn't. And that's how I lived my, my life up until the age of 30, almost 31, you know, living, you know, pretending to be somebody that I wasn't. And that was, you know, scary, even though, you know, I thought it was not scary. It ended up being scary because I always had to come up with lies at lies after lies and just live on the edge and just no way to live your life. Take the mask off and be you. Okay. Who inspires and motivates you? This is the question I ask everyone toward the end. Yep. Who, who inspires me? Obviously, I, there's there's so many to, to list. Um, but again, I, I got to go back to my wife again. I, yes. I just, every day I wake up, she's got something that like, you know, and I usually be the person that inspires people. People look to me to inspire them on Facebook and, you know, all of social media. But yet she inspi- she comes up with things that just like blow my mind and, and get me to think in a different way. And but there are many others, uh, Brian, that I can I, I, I could spend another 15 minutes going over other people that are influential in my life. Absolutely. So what's next for you? So what's next is, you know, obviously is combining everything that I do in in helping people to overcome limited beliefs. Again, this is for, you know, entrepreneurs, athletes. Uh, this could be celebrities. This could be, you know, corporate business leaders. But we want combining this with the work we're doing with EFA to really create awareness at a mass level. We're looking to bring this this situation to the highest level that people you know will know about this around the world, and that that you know we can put out information that will allow them to draw their own conclusions if they feel this is a way for them to, you know to, to adopt to make changes in their life for the better. And if they decide not to, that's fine. But our job is to get it out there and create that awareness. Fantastic. So if we wanted to connect with you, how can we try with you and vibe with you down the line? Well, the best place to reach me is, is, is of course, I mentioned our nonprofit, efamovement.org. But it, for, for, for coaching, speaking, because I speak around the, the world, uh, the best place to reach me is at my personal site at Christopher, C-H-R-I-S. So it's Christopher Salem, like Salem, Massachusetts, Oregon.com. That would be the best place to find me. You can also find me on LinkedIn, uh, Facebook as well, uh, Sustainable Success on Voice America. Those are great places to find me. And once again, his book is called Master Your Inner Critic, Resolve the Root Cause, Create Prosperity, available on Amazon, uh, Barnes & Noble, and wherever you want to find it, or also on his website as well. So, Chris, thank you so much for being here. You were a wonderful guest, and I really appreciate everything that you are doing in the world. You are an awesome, awesome guy. Brian, it's a pleasure to be here today. All right, we will come back next Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern where I interview the world-class successes that I can find and share with you. And uh, please join us next week. And until then, have a great week, everyone. Take care. Bye. a part of Success Profiles Radio with your host Brian K. Wright. Each week we'll explore different aspects of success and how to